You're listening to the Outdoor Podcast, proudly presented by Six Hour and created by Bowhunter Planet. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Outdoor Podcast. I'm Dave Thomas along with Tim Mazarana tonight. And today we are talking about bikes. We're talking about a lot of different bikes. We're going to talk about off-road biking. When I say when I say bike, I'm talking about like mountain bikes. You know? Pedal bikes? Pedal bikes, yeah. So off-road, dirt bikes, bikes all that good stuff. Camping while biking because there's different options. But foldable even bikes? E-bikes, yeah. Foldable bikes is a good one e-bikes you know things mm-hmm. like that so what do you think tim how do we uh how do we start this beautiful conversation well i think you just did and i appreciate that because uh, i wasn't sure how to intro that so um but but i guess let me let me start off with with kind of i think um one of the funner moments in my life is uh, uh biking experience just a quick story is one thing i will never forget is when i was about um 14 15 years old we took a family trip to hawaii and one of the coolest things that I've ever done is we went up to one of the mountains in Hawaii and they had these downhill mountain bike tours where they take you all the way up to the top of the mountain, give you a mountain bike, and then you ride it all the way down. And you're riding it down some like crazy, crazy single track trails. I mean, there, there's points where like you're getting off and walking your bike because yeah. I mean, some, some people wouldn't do it, right? But yep. Some people would ride through some of the stuff that we did, but that was one of the coolest experiences ever. Because hmm. it, it was, to be honest, it was all downhill. <laughs> there was no uphill pedaling. Kind at of all. reminds me of when you say that. Like it reminds me of what I went through at Mackinac. Like we were at Mackinac, like, going around the island, kid bikes or something. From I remember, and I just remember like it was like a like a long downhill stretch. Like it was going. You yeah. Know, like I'm talking going. Like I'm like I, I might have to start running here, you know, because it was like such a long downslide you know where yep. it just kept picking up speed you know like oh man this is getting out of you just control. keep going and going and going <laughs> riding the brakes so but break bikes have come a long way since i've gotten into it back in the day you know? oh i yeah. mean the, the technology nowadays i mean when you're when you're a serious biker you got disc brakes and all that stuff yeah. you know you didn't we didn't used to have that i think you had a pretty decent bike back when you were yeah high school college you had a nice trek if i'm not mistaken nope, it was, was a gary a fisher gary fisher that's yeah it was yep. bright green it's called wrong. the aqua it yeah. was actually sick uh i remember saving up to buy it it was at the time seven hundred dollars it was Which a lot, lot of money yeah and uh it was, um, I really wanted to get into biking. You know, I was like, for some reason, I was like, I really want to be a mountain biker. So I started uh, hitting up all the, like, local trails we have. And I bought even one of those, like, jerseys you wear, you know? Yeah. And I barely fit. Did you buy the tight that. shorts, It too. was very tight. I did buy the tight shorts. Yep. They had the crotch saver area. Yep. I remember so that. So you don't chafe. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't really feel comfortable in that stuff, though, because mainly, to be honest with you, I'm the kind of person, like, I don't like to wear things unless I've earned them, if that makes sense. So, like, I wouldn't wear a yeah, shooter jersey for archery yeah. because I don't, I'm not a shooter and I don't deserve to yeah. wear that. Now, if I was wearing, like, a Levi Morgan shirt, that's different. Like, right. it's a fan jersey. But You I, haven't done any competing in it, so you didn't like, feel like, <laughs> I just, why I wear feel a competition? Like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I feel like, okay, I'm wearing this thing, like, I know what I'm doing. Right. Right, in these back shows where I'm just a kid who bought this shirt, right? And it does. It looks like I know what I'm doing. I'm wearing this outfit, you know? I mean, it's just, I'm like, this isn't me. I just wear my normal shirts and stuff. You just didn't like the way it feel, felt. That, too. It was very tight. <laughs> very tight. Very tight. <laughs> it's not for me. 
but mountain, no mountain biking is uh, fun, man. I, I used to used to do used to do a lot of that stuff um, up at uh, actually over at um, Dodge Park. Oh, okay. Um, they have some. They had some nice trails back in the day that you could go mountain biking on. Um, there's some good trails around here too. But I'll tell you, man, up in the UP, there's a ton of good stuff. Oh, I can't imagine. A ton of good. I stuff. took. Um, speaking of the UP, I. Jamie and I uh, a couple years back. He, so he had, his parents have a cabin up there. Um, anyway, at the time we had the Odes machine, so we took the Odes with the families. It could actually fit a lot of people in that Odes. So we took that thing through the back country of the of the UP, and I, you know, we went about five miles, right? And, and that's not even far, but we went about five miles on this machine. And I finally was like, I'm not sure this is a good idea. You know, we had little kids and stuff. I'm thinking five miles in. And if this thing breaks down, like we have to get out, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and it's just, it was a couple turns and stuff, but no like forks, you know what I mean? Where you're going to, Oh, I gotta go stay left, stay left. Luckily we didn't have the forks, but we did, it was like a straight shot, but it kind of turned and bend. And, but there was like black bear up there, there's wolves up there, you know? So you just don't know what you're going to run into. And I, to be honest, I wasn't packing heat at the time. You know, we talk about six hour protecting you in and out of the field. I wasn't, I, at that time I didn't even have, I didn't have my C, C, a CPL or whatever. So I wasn't even thinking that way, you know, and, and we don't, you know, we don't live in the woods here. We live in a city. So we right. don't deal with having to carry for animal safety purposes right. here. Um, so back then I had no, this is like, I don't know, eight years ago now, maybe seven years ago. It was a while ago. The kids were pretty young and, and I, we were like blueberry picking and I'm thinking, this is a bad idea. It's bears. In the blueberry bears. Yeah, I'm like, this yeah. is stupid. And I told Jamie, I go, this is probably a bad idea, man. It's blueberries, bears. Like, yeah, keep an eye out. I was like, yeah, let's just get out of here, you know? So we got in. But we were actually looking for moose because we were riding those back countries, and we thought, man, wouldn't it be cool to come up on a moose? That is that is still on my bucket list, man. The one animal in Michigan that I have not seen yet is a Michigan moose. Yeah. I have yet to see one. And, and similar to, like, what you guys were doing, we were up in the UP um, – had been three or four years now and i had my my uh grand cherokee off-road version um and we wanted to see a moose and let me let me before we went on vacation i i just got in the vehicle i never ride a vehicle with regular street tires on it i've always had all terrains on there because i like to do off-roading also better in the winters in michigan and i had it scheduled to get tires um, the week before we left, but this is like during COVID, right? So I order them, FedEx lost them. So they had to, they, at the time I ordered them from discount tire, FedEx was shipping them in, FedEx lost them. They were lost in their facility. They call me, they're like, you're not going to get them in time. I'm like, crap, man. So we go up there anyway, we go up there and I got street tires on my car, uh, but we still try to hit up all the trails and there's this one a lot of great off-roading trails up in the UP, by the way. So if you're ever – UP, when we say UP, maybe some of you don't know, it's the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, right? So you got the Lower Peninsula, which is shaped like the Mitten, and then you got the Upper Peninsula. Um, but there's a lot – it's a God's country is what they call it. Tons mm. of off-road trails and all that. And we – I put on on that trip, which, mind you, it's, it's only a four-hour drive up to the UP and another four hours to the west side of the UP. I put on – um, over 3,500 miles Jeez. in, in, on my car, That's crazy. driving around the trails, going off roading and all that kind of stuff. But there's some crazy off road trails up there. Oh uh, yeah. There was imagine. probably half a dozen times where we were doing this one trail up in the Keweenaw Peninsula 
that I had three tires on the ground at a time. And that's like when we got a little bit too deep and the boulders got a little bit too big. That's why I'm like the street tire thing got to me. And I'm like, sidewalls aren't right on this thing. I'm going to pull something and having to change a tire out in the middle of nowhere. So I ended up switching back, turning around and going back. But, uh, it was a, uh, it was a good experience. And, I don't know. That's one of the things that I love. Every time we're out camping, we always try to find an off-road trail, a seasonal road to just kind of go explore because we like to go where nobody else has really ever gone before. When I was up at Bear Camp with Kevin in the UP just recently, it was it would have been 2019, I think. Or was it 2021? It was 20. It was last year, so 21 season. Uh, he, I got a bear tag, pulled the bear tag in Michigan. I went up there to hunt bear. And so anyway, during that trip in September, I had, um, known that I really wanted to do some backcountry, you know, stuff besides hunting. I didn't go up there just to hunt the bear. I was like, you know what? So, uh, Kevin had brought up the machine with him, the, uh, Massimo. And so, uh, I guess apparently they took these, these tr- railroad tracks out and they made it just a dirt road where a railroad track used to be. Gotcha. And so there's, it's a huge straight path that goes, I don't know how far, but it's very far. Like it's super far. So we got on it and we started going right. And this, the machine and, um, you could mountain bike this easy, but it was kind of like that, you know, it was kind of like that gravel by a train. You know what I'm talking about? It's like the thicker Yeah. Yes. The chunky. Not sure you'd want to bike on it. Crushed cement. Crushed cement. yeah. Yeah. And so the Massimo took it like it was no problem, but a bike might be a little bit hard, but anyway, so. We took it for miles on miles, probably like 10, 15 miles. Um, and then we turned around because, I, again, I was like, you know, I don't know if this is, we're going too far here. You know what I mean? This thing breaks down. I don't want to be stuck out here trying to figure out how to get it back. Yep. But anyway, it was amazing. Like, the stuff we saw is stuff you wouldn't see. It's like the stuff the trains see because they're in the backcountry. You know, yeah. You don't see it. That's what I love is the stuff that you never, it, that nobody else gets yeah, to see or that when you go, views. there's nobody else around. Yeah, these beautiful views. You know yeah. what it reminded me of? And I couldn't help, I couldn't help myself, but it literally reminded me of Stand By Me, the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Like, I know you what know, you're talking about. They, yep. they go and they look for that yep. kid that died off the train tracks, whatever, and... It reminded me just of that because I was like, this is what it was like in the movie. Like, they walked this type of tra- – but it was a train track down where they took it up. But I was like, this is what you would see in these backcountries. And to be honest, at certain points, it was like someone's backyard. There was like a house right there. Yeah, it's, it's crazy the how there's, thing. Just like, there's a house in the middle. Of the I'm like, that's what I'm saying. I'm driving. All of a sudden, I look over. There's a house and a, a, a barn. And I'm like, what the heck? And he kind yeah. of goes, well, there's a road over there. And it, it comes closer to the tracks. And I'm like, oh. Okay, that makes more sense, you know. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's a good time doing that type of stuff. Um, one thing that I learned, uh, you do need a smaller vehicle like that. We, yeah, we've oh, done yeah. we've done some of the seasonals and stuff like that with the uh, the truck, and uh, I mean, there's there's they're small. Yeah, the trails are small. Um, you can fit a truck down it, and legally, you can drive a truck down it. But there's some trails that you wouldn't do, and some yeah. some you can't. You got to check your regulations, obviously, because um, some of the stuff you need an off road vehicle sticker for. Um, to be able to run some of those trails, but it's a, it's a good time, man. I love four wheeling. I love getting off the beaten path. I love driving, um, where nobody else is. Yeah. So I like being around nobody. Yeah. That well, makes sense. You're, you know? you're a weird dude. I am. Yeah. I don't like people <laughs> don't, except for you guys. Thanks for watching here on carbon TV. Appreciate that. Um, but no, it's a good time, man. I, I can't, uh, so that, I mean, but that's kind of like biking too. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of when you're, when you're going out biking, you're by yourself. There's not a ton of people around, you know, if yeah. anybody, and it's kind of the same thing. And, um, the new thing 
nowadays is e-bikes. Yeah, right? e-bikes are huge, man. Exploded in uh, to this. I, I actually uh, I'm looking forward to getting some e-bike people on the podcast coming up for you guys to talk with and, and, and help answer some questions and. If you're out there watching this and you have questions about e-bikes, uh, you definitely want to uh, communicate with us somewhere, some way, shape, or form your questions because we will have the guest on to ask these questions coming up. But mainly Swagtronic company I've been dealing with for a few years. Uh, we've been kind of like they want to send me samples. We play with the samples, but then they don't really sponsor. So it's kind of like you know we're going back and forth on this because I want them to sponsor the show. I think it just makes sense. I would love to do more e-bikes, love to get you guys riding these e-bikes. But this e-bike idea – I can't explain it. It is like, um, it's so relaxing because you're, you're basically able to do things you would do with a moped, but without gas, without sound. And really you could go anywhere with the e-bike because it has pedals. So you, you, they treat it, check your regulations, whatever. I don't know where you live, but like it's treated everywhere I've been like a regular bike. Right. So you can take it through the parks. You can take it. So, I mean, it allows you to do so many more things. I have seen some regulation come in on campgrounds where it says, uh, no e-bikes or e-bikes that, you know, no more than five. Most, my, of, most of them say five miles an hour or less. My kids got busted for riding a hoverboard to a state park because they don't allow that type of stuff at state parks. So it's kind of, See, but, but that's only, that's only because it was an old guy in a lawnmower. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I was going to say, because the thing is, is a lot of times they wouldn't even know what they're looking at. Cause right. these bikes nowadays, the bikes, are, yeah, you see they, them everywhere. You can't camp tell what's a but bike. There, what's there are plus I can ride it as a bike and not use the electric. Right. And I think that's why they're a lot so, more lenient because they can't say that you're not. Yeah. Right? That's what I'm so. saying. Cause they have pedals and like my kids don't even have bikes. They just have e-bikes. So how much, so uh, e-bike compared to a regular bike, what's the weight difference? Like a lot heavier three times heavier or like just your opinion uh, I, I don't know the facts on this uh but no I but i mean like is it is it is it noticeably heavier yes okay yes and i so figured it my with the full-size right? e-bike so my eb8 from swagtron is probably five times heavier than a bike makes sense uh, it's pretty heavy yeah. like i mean it's i can pick it up but like i wouldn't want to pick up fully right it's a big boy and it's got huge fat tires i mean it's it's a big but i don't know that I'm actually very curious now. I want to look it up, but like I, I think it's definitely heavier. I don't know if it's five times heavier, but it's definitely it's definitely three times heavier. I mean, Have you ever thought about taking that out hunting? Yes, but I haven't had the chance because uh, where we hunt has a lot of strict rules. They probably won't allow it. E anything. I don't. I don't. It yeah. just with the fences there. It just yeah. it, here's the thing. I want to take it hunting. But I, I don't necessarily need to take it hunting. No, I get, this I get is, that. This point. is what I'm saying. So, like, I get that point. what I'm suggesting is I would love to take it hunting to show the audience the capability, right? But in order to do that the correct way, I need a cameraman, a GoPro, and a drone, which I have all of. But I, I don't want to show you a fence when I'm riding the bike. Right. Even though and there's, I can't fly even a though truck. here's the thing, we're hunting on the outside of the fence, not Correct. the inside. It, of the it's fence. tricky. We're, we're, we're not going to get into it. We're not yeah. going to get into it. We don't yeah. hunt a high fence. If that's what we don't doing. hunt a high fence. I that's just, for darn sure. We're just going to say the least we have is some weird rules. Yeah. And then there was a, you can't fly a drone there either. So I can't get the the what I want to give to give yeah. to people so they you, can see it and yeah, to get a feel for would that fit them. It doesn't fit me because I don't need it. It's not that I don't want to use it in the, in that sense, but we can drive our trucks almost. To you the know, spot we should use we it for. We should use it for um, like when we go out there in the summertime and all that stuff. When we're starting to 
um, do our evaluations of where the deer tracks are and running batteries to cameras, we should use it for that stuff. Absolutely. You know, yeah. You can a, take it through the woods to too, but the problem is on unstable ground, you will have a hard time. So like, just like, cause you know, the woods is like pots, like, you know, it's not like, it's not just like, like are grass. You, are you scared? No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's a mountain bike, right? No, 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 no. If the, if the battery, it's not that big of an engine in this one. Okay. So like I, we got to talk about that too. So all these e-bikes had different amount of power. This one's pretty minimal on the power, which is why it's a helper, it. not a driver. Correct. This is why you can get it for 900 bucks online compared to like some of the better ones are 1800, right? right. 2000, 3000, 4000. And some of these brands are made for hunting or whatever. So this one will work though. It works great on flat ground. So if it was grass, it could go through grass. No problem without you pedaling. Going uphill, you're going to probably have to pedal a little bit. But it'll help. It'll help, assist for sure. Um, but for what we do, like what the hunting we do, it would work pretty much anywhere except for through the middle of the forest. Like deep woods. Correct. I'm talking about deep woods where you're going to hit. Yeah. I'm not saying it won't go, which is you're going to be going over obstacles yeah. and have to stop and it's too you, heavy. You probably walk it faster because oh, there's no real trail. Not even that because it's heavy, so it's hard to maneuver. Yeah. You don't want to do that is what I'm saying. You you would you would be miserable. Gotcha. I'd rather take my four-wheeler right through there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. yep. No, I get you. I get but anyway, some of the, even the better ones would still have a hard time going through the middle of a forest is my thing. So if you're talking about like so a what trail. It's not a dirt bike. No, no, no. So this we're talking, it's a bike, regular bike. It's like a it's heavier, dirt bike, very, very And it's got power. it's got assist to it. It's more of a, yeah, you could ride it. I mean, it'll do about 18, 19 miles an hour, like on cement going at hard, if you do the hard tires. Today's episode is brought to you by Sig Sauer, keeping you safe in and out of the field, but also keeping you in the field longer with Sig's lamp of cross rifles, optics, ammo, and more. Learn all about it at SigSauer.com. Also brought to you by Tinks, Dead Downwind, Burris, Vapor Trail, Stokerized, Arizona Archery Enterprises, Apex Rewards, and Easton. Last year, Reveal by Tacticam quickly became the most sought-after scouting camera in America, making cellular scouting available to any hunter. We ask our users how we can make this outstanding camera even better, and this is our answer. Introducing the all-new Reveal X. Even easier setup, better battery life, faster trigger speed, on-demand HD photos, extended detection range. This season, find out what all the buzz is about. Get a new Reveal X by Tacticam. Tires at full bore, you know. It you just go, go full bore? Yes. Nice and hard? Yep. Got it. Blow it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. <sighs> Continue on. Pricing. Let's talk about pricing. So, they, so, like, for instance, Swagtron has a bike that's called the EB5. It was the EB5, now it's EB7. It's a mini folding bike, okay? Electric still? Yes, and with pedals. <clears throat> I like this idea. And it's around five to 700 bucks, and it's awesome. So, for camping, one of the best things I've ever seen. Because, like, yeah. you can pedal with it up there. It's actually easy to pedal, too. It's not, like, hard. It's a one-gear system. It's not, like, a, you know... But you could just let the electric go, and it's got torque and power. And it's for being so small, and the wheels are only like this big, it's it's pretty sweet. And it gets you around the campground, right? It's made for cement. It's not made for dirt. It's not made for off-road. It's got street tires, you know. But what I was getting to in this conversation, which has come a long way around, is that 
one of the things I love about the e-bikes is my kids. They love the e-bike because like they like the bike. They have no problem biking. It's just that like my son Connor gets on, he just cruises. He just loves getting out and getting air. After he works out playing basketball stuff, he has okay, to think about it. Okay, okay. Let me break this down for you, though, because I get you. But what he's really doing is he's riding around. He's looking for chicks. You know, he's thinking he's all cool <laughs> on an e-bike. You know, he's like, what's up, ladies at the campground? You know that's what's going on, because that's exactly what you would have done. I'm good with it. <laughs> all, it's fine. It's fine. Don't, Don't let him my fool. Wife I said this. Don't let him fool you. Don't let him fool you, man. He thinks he's he thinks he's a baller out there on that e-bike. That's what's going on right there. So, but it it is cool. I but and you see them. It's blown up, like blown cuz you've had that e-bike for what? 3 yeah, four, 4 years. Yeah. Back then, nobody had one. No, I was like one now, of the first ones. Now, everybody's got one. Yeah, everybody's after COVID, during COVID, yeah. it really blew up because you know, I used to go in Dunham's and they had the EB8 right there for 8.99. Like all the time. Then I went in like I don't remember, but it was like fifteen hundred. Like I'm like Wow. Yeah. That's and now cool. I went back on their website today. It was nine hundred again on sales as on clearance or whatever. I don't know what they're doing on there on their website. So talk to me about the battery on that. Like do you, can you because I've seen somewhere it has a removable battery, right? So you can remove it, yep. charge it, and put it back in. Yep. So you can do that with this one. It's not correct. Like, okay. Yeah. I think that I think most of them are like that because the, the reason why I ask is like the last thing I want to do is have to plug my bike in. Yeah. Right. I want to be able to take the battery out. You know what? You it, know? I, I would say that it doesn't. Um, it doesn't matter because you don't really take the battery out though. To be you honest, don't have like, to take the battery. You no, know, you plug in the bike like you're saying. Okay. I, I pull the bikes up and I just plug them in. The plugs on the ground. Gotcha. The. Uh, EB8 is really easy. It's like right on the side. You literally just pick the plug up and sit right on the side of it. That makes sense. The EB5, it's like up underneath, and it's kind of annoying. Like because I'm trying to find it, I can't. You can't get low enough because it's so short. Um, You're trying to stick it up in there and can't. You find can't. It. It's hard. You have to play around. But my thing is this: play around with it a little. Yes, bit. <laughs> I think it's this: you can you can, you can take the battery out, but you have to mm-hmm. unfold the bike to pull it out of the. Mm-hmm. So fold it over <laughs> and slide it out. Got it. And then you have this big stick of battery, and then you can plug that in. Sure. Mm-hmm. You can take it out and plug it in. Like in the winter, I took them all Let out. Let me tell you, it sounds really fun, and it sounds like my wife would enjoy that, too. Maybe. Yeah. She'd probably time. like biking on it. Yeah, she probably would. We'd have, see, that's the problem. We'd have to get two. No, you need four. Me, that's, what, that's what happened to me. Like, yeah. I need four. But I, I like, so I like this foldable idea, though, because that is the one, that's the biggest problem I have, is that I can't take bikes with me camping mm-hmm. because they're you know my kids are older they have full-size bikes now before i could just throw them in the back of the truck um don't have to worry about weather or anything like that because you put the cover over the over the truck bed now their bikes are too big and i can't do that and i don't have a way to put them on my i don't have the i don't have a way to bring them with me unless i leave them uncovered in the back of the truck yeah and i don't like correct. doing that right yep. so i need a solution there yeah so the eb the EB8 and 5, I actually put them right in the camper. Yeah. They're so small. I literally, the kids help me. I pick one up, put one in. I, I actually just put the See, stand down. Yeah, yeah it doesn't, it doesn't scra- scratch anything up when it's bouncing around or anything like that? Or? Not so far. Good. Yeah. Well, I, I guess you could them. actually, you could put them on your back. They're tiny. Yeah. I'm trying to think why I didn't put them in the back of my truck. There was a reason. I think... Well, first off, the EB8 is not going in your camper. That's going in the back of your car, and it's it's kind of big, so like it's not one I would take camping. I have taken a camp before, but it's you know it's a big boy. It's not yeah. necessarily like a. 
but it was awesome because I had my bike and I could, you know, it's full size. I don't have to worry about, you know, but anyhow, I, I would just tell people like the e-bike concept right now, at least in my life is, is, is absolutely incredible. So me taking my Swagtron from my house through my, my local park and back is like one of my, it's like what I do when I'm stressed out. So like I, I I'll be working and I'll stop working and be like, I gotta get out of here and get some air. I literally will get on that bike. I can. I have a little pack on the back. I can put waters, put cigars, whatever I want. I put in there, go through the park. If I decide to pull over, have a water, have a cigar, whatever I want, I can do that. And I nice. just relax. Have you know, there's benches all over and through the park, and then I can actually go to Jamie's house from here that way. It goes all through a back channel. Oh, really? Up underneath, and it goes. It's far, but no you way. can do it. So what I do is this is one of the reasons I want to talk to them a little bit more is I like to get some extra batteries because if I could charge, I have a fully extra charged battery in that right. thing in the back. That's what I was asking. I could get like, to his house, yeah. put the new one in, and come back. Yeah. I can't get to his house and come back unless gotcha. I charge it there. I have gone to downtown Utica and back on one bar left. And so that's pretty far, like there and back. Yeah, it's pretty um, distance. And don't get me wrong, I was putting in in the end. Now, the other day, that was last year. The other day, I just pulled them out. I just charged them overnight. I went into the park, and I made it almost home, but then it died, which is not normal. But this is my four-year-old bike now. Right. But my issue is, my concern is, is this what cars are going to be? You know, we talk about electrification and all this stuff, but like, what is what's going to happen here? Are we going to go through the same thing in three years? Yeah, you're already. So hearing. when you buy a car new that's electric in three years from now, are you going to have a battery just clunks out? You know, because yep. it's too old. Now, I've heard some horror stories of some of the electric electrical cars out there where they went after four years, five years, six years, and it was twelve thousand dollars to replace. Yeah, and that's why yeah. we're about trucks. There's no way you're going to be able to pull a camper then. No, see, the thing with electric vehicles and, and cars and towing is the fact that I can't get there in the same amount of time. Yeah. You know, we do a lot of long-distance stuff. Yeah, and there you can. L- let's say the range on an electric vehicle, let, let me just give credit and say it's 500 miles, right? Yep. You're going to cut that at least, at least in half when you're camping. Yeah. So 250 miles, you're going to go you know, three, four hours, and then you have to charge. Well, there's times where I'm driving eight hours a day, yeah. you know? So I, I, I'm not going to drive four hours and then have four hours of downtime charging my car. You know, yeah. just it, the infrastructure is not there for me for camping, you know, yeah. local. Cool. I get it. Could make sense. Yeah. I have nothing against EVs. I just don't think that they're there yet for those long distance, um, yeah. camping trips, towing and all that stuff. So I will say this, uh, you know, I, I like the idea of it. I think if it could work, I'm down. You know, I, I just I think it's going to take a little bit much to get it going to kick it off. People are going to take a lot of risk, you know, in, in their normal lives to pick up one e car, right? I, I don't see people who drive a truck buying an e car, you know, but maybe their wives or maybe their husbands, if they're the wife driving a truck, whatever. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm just saying, like, I think it can happen. I just. Like here's the thing: for most of us who don't drive far for our, for a car, for an everyday no city, go I agree, to B, it'll work yeah. in a heartbeat. Absolutely. For a lot of us who do things that external, like go to you know camping, hunting, towing, uh, in towing, general. Um, oh. going to competitions that are in different areas and states, I don't know it'll work. You know, until the infrastructure is there to charge. You know, I don't. Right. Or if they, I, I personally think hybrid's the way to go with all this. I feel like I know, do too. It's the easiest, makes the most yeah. sense. It's you're not completely eliminating gas, but you're getting rid of it for the majority. Yeah, you're or, cutting it down by at least half. Even you know? better, though. Even one step better. And I don't know how the heck we got on this topic, but even one step be- better would be E85 
in hybrid only. Because it's a renewable, because it's a renewable gas. E85 in hybrid only. So you have the best of both. So you have a reduced amount of oil completely from electric. You have a huge reduced amount of oil from E85. So really oil is down to 10, 15% total from the 100% it was. Because you're only using 50% of it in that E85. Right. So I don't know. You know, I understand there's a lot of politics and all that conversation right there. But I'm just saying like. If you look at it just from a higher level, if I did a, if I did, if it's even, it might not even be possible, but if I did a hybrid that runs only on E85, that's like a win, man. You, even if you got a hundred miles on electric on it, you're still in a win. No, I think that makes sense. And I, that's, I think we're like making this huge jump from gas to electric too quickly. Yeah. I think there's a middle ground there that can, that can help. And it might people. end up happening anyway. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got to take baby steps, everything that you do when you're learning a new sport, yeah. when you're doing anything. It's about baby steps, right? It's about moving, just moving forward. It's not going from amateur to pro. You yeah. know, there's all these steps in between that you need to hit. I hate to say it, but unfortunately, I feel like it's one of those things where if you, like, it, and this is hard to do, right? But if all the brands who made vehicles took their lower-end vehicles, so cheapest car to, let's say there's a number, 35,000 is the, the cutoff, all those become hybrid for mm-hmm. every company. Every company. Mm-hmm. So you can't have this thing where, oh, well, company B is still making a gas car, and I'm just going to buy theirs, and they get all the sales, and everybody else loses. Same with electric, though. You could do the same concept, right? Everybody under 35 grand is electric only, right? So now, you know what I mean? Now you yeah, actually I mean, have... that's what they do in communist countries. It could work here. <laughs> here you go. That's you what know? I'm saying. It's they can't. <laughs> you're right. You're not wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. I mean. <laughs> I'm just force, throwing out. Force you to buy health insurance. Not only force you to buy you're an EV. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I, I don't disagree. That was for all you people because I, I, I could hear it. <laughs> I could hear it in the in my head already. Fair enough. Fair you enough. You know, I'm what, not, what comments we were I'm not buying or selling anything. I'm just <laughs> suggesting. I don't know how she would do it. I'm kidding. We're just not. The point is. We're not there yet, right, and well, there are better solutions for more people to help us get there. If that's where we're going to get go yeah, anyway, correct? Right. So if we let capitalism do its job, yeah, agreed. Yeah, no, absolutely, and, and that do that is absolutely give us the option. I would, I would pick a hybrid. Yeah, I think I really I think would. I would too. Yeah, I really would pick a hybrid, but there, there's not enough of them. Yeah, and they're wakes, and because there's not enough of them, they're really expensive. You know, Did you know there's a Corvette hybrid? I did not. Yeah. No. Sick. Interesting. Sick. Very interesting. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's That's actually very cool and uh, very interesting. And it's a lot of torque power because you still have electric running it, but the engine running the whole system. Very cool. Anyway, very cool. So e-bikes are a cool option. Uh, and I just want to throw in one last thing uh, before we go, even though we got way off topic. But... It, <laughs> Tim and I don't usually do this, so like it's a little different for us. We're not used to sitting here talking like this. Usually we have a guest, and it's very easy because we just ask them questions, and we just go. So anyway. You get an so insight into our minds. This is kind of yeah, weird. This is crazy. Yeah. We're going all over the place. I just want to say, we talked about the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. You said the term God's country. One of my favorite things so far has been being in the Upper Peninsula on the northern side of it, and taking, I don't know what the road is, but there's a road that goes right off Saint, uh, Lake, Lake Superior. Superior. Taking that road back and forth between like going home and back, wherever I'm going. I just love that road. It is like nobody on it. It's the, it's the freshest air. Like you open Is it by windows. Picture Rocks? Uh, 
it was the whole strip. I mean, it goes all yeah. the way down across the whole state. So, I mean, yeah, it's Pitcher Rocks, I think, is more west than where I was. But okay. that's probably even nicer because that's even more country. Yeah, there's more people over there, too. But, yes. No, yeah. I mean, that so whole I'm talking area. about between yeah. Christmas and whatever, you know, uh, wherever Kevin is, Deerton or whatever. Gotcha. Called. But anyway, I'm just saying, if you're ever up that way, that's a road you want to be on. And just open your windows and just take it in because it is just an and this scenery, is just michigan this is even yeah. like some uh, crazy alaska or something cool too yeah. you know um it's but, a different world up there and it's a world that it's i just can, so fresh i can't I, explain it it's like cold air. i could go back fresh. there again and again you know yeah the scenery is amazing you know we, we went up there and it's like if you want beach they got beach if you want a place that looks like scotland you know the the highlands area go to the west side keweenaw peninsula area um, it's, I mean, there's a little bit of everything yeah. in, in that, and their own in, beer. in the UP. So, and pasties, 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 pasties are, pasties are the, yeah, white I always fish. call them pasties. Yep. My wife hates it because they're pasties. Where's Jamie at? We need him here for this conversation. Right? This is his area, baby. He'd be drooling right now. But anyway, great talking. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you next time. All right. We'll see you guys. Take care. Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced from the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist recommended beet brand for heart health support. The new Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, and heart-healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Superbeats Heart Chews Advance are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, get a free 30-day supply of Superbeats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.